Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. podcast series film session it's friday july 22nd we're here in the classic factory and today we're reviewing the 2022 biographical sports drama rise about Giannis Antetokounmpo and his family i'm jay skeets and alongside me as always we got tas mellis what an intro from jd i never noticed the of the of, of the woman eating popcorn too there. much popcorn it says <laughs> too much <laughs> We got our Top Shot Hot Boy, Trey Kirby. Hey, oh, making the magic happen over yonder. Our resident film critic, JD. <laughs> Hello. There he is. And our special guest today, all the way from Greece. No, I'm kidding. Uh, joining us, thanks to the power of technology, he's in California. He's back like he never left. It's Matty O. <laughs> Oops. 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 That's me. Okay, you're on mute. Okay, now, go Matt. ahead. Okay, great. Here to disappoint people that thought Giannis would be on this podcast. Uh. Well, well, he could still pop in. You never know. Sorry, I didn't reach out. I did not reach what? out. What? I, I can't believe you didn't. I didn't think I had the pull. I'm underestimating myself, I suppose. But he's on vacation. He's vacationing more than Leos. He is circumventing the globe right now. You didn't he reach out to on. Harris or Kevin or Paco even? Maybe he has his number still? Yeah. No? I reached Kevin. out to Kevin and he said, I didn't belong in the movie, so I'm not coming on. He said, I'll show up. Five-sixths of the way through and get everything finished there right at the end. Okay. Uh, shout out to the stream team for joining us live right now on Kevin. YouTube. Uh, take a second. Hit the like button, especially if you liked the movie Rise. Hit that like button. Subscribe, comment, and uh, share the show with your friends. Email in your questions and comments about this movie Rise or anything NBA-related to nodunksattheathletic.com. Grab your No Dunks merch. I see TK dropping a classic No Dunks slash starters t-shirt available at nodunks.com immaculate items always available there hoodies t-shirts mugs and all that and subscribe to The Athletic go to theathletic.com slash nodunks okay well we're pumped to have Matty O here to break down Rise released recently June 2022 straight to Disney Plus okay this did not hit theaters but it went to the service Disney Plus uh, director oh I'm going to apologize in advance I'm probably going to butcher a lot of names here but I'm going to try my best director Akin Omotosho, a Nigerian film director, writer, and actor. This one stars in the uh, in the two brother roles there of Giannis and Thanasis. We've got Uche and Ral Agata, real-life brothers, playing the brothers, uh, the elder that. brothers, yeah, at least, really in this cool movie. Actor. Yeah, sort of cool. And then we have Dayo Okanini and Yatide Badaki as the father and mother, respectively. And they're, they're pretty prominent uh, roles in this movie. Your synopsis, your little breakdown, if you haven't watched this, it's based on the real-life story about the family that produced the first trio of brothers to become NBA champions in the history of the league. So we all watched this over the last week or so, including Matty O, and I just want to start you with you, Matt. Um, what did you think of Rise? Uh, and what were your expectations heading into it as well? 
Uh, well, I had no expectations, and what I was concerned about when you told me this was the movie that uh, we were doing was, is it going to be a real movie? And what I mean by that, is it going to be kind of like Thunderstruck, you know, like a vanity project that's maybe a money grab that is like, I don't think uh, Thunderstruck was made by Disney, but, you know, a Disney-fied <laughs> kind of movie that's for kids and is not super interesting, both tonally or aesthetically. Mm -hmm. So that's what I was worried about. Is this going to be a real movie? Now, the movie starts. Starts with that sort of like grainy um, Super 8 footage of Giannis's parents leaving Nigeria, um, you know, leaving uh, their oldest son there while they go to try to make a living in Europe. Uh, then it has that scene of them escaping the police in Istanbul, which is, you know, legit some legitimate tension. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, the cop walks in and says, oh, this place is such a dump when it's like sort of like, you know, they're living there. And then you have that shot of them walking into Greece with the silhouetted by the, the huge sun behind them. And anyways, I guess I'm not going to go into a synopsis. All I'm trying to say is at the start, it's like, okay, this is a real movie. <laughs> All right. We've got ourselves a movie. Yeah. <laughs> We've got ourselves a movie. And then about 25 minutes in, as soon as they pick up a basketball, it became exactly what I was worried it was going to be at the start. It, it was like a paint by numbers. All the uh, sort of tension just dragged out of it. No punch, no oomph. No zets. Uh, and yeah, which made it ultimately into somehow they made a, a really boring movie about a person's or a family's life that has all the stakes and all the, you know, rich thematic content you could want out of a story and just makes it about as bland as possible. I mean, I'm sure we're going to talk about favorite scenes. I don't remember a single scene from this movie past the 25 minute mark and then before. Uh, the end when they go to the draft. So wow, it never got you back then. As soon as the basketball started happening, you were you were tuned out. I didn't even think there was that much basketball uh, in this movie either. I, right? Trey, no, well, don't I don't want to make it seem like oh cuz they were playing basketball, I wasn't interested. Yeah. It was just some of the most boringly filmed basketball scenes ever. Mm. Trey, do you agree? Well, uh, I mean the most tense parts, no doubt about it. Were at the beginning when Giannis's parents leave Nigeria and then um when there's the raid where they're living uh, in, in Turkey, Turkey yeah. as well. So no doubt those are the most tense parts, but I'm, I had the exact same feelings going in as Matt. Like this is going to be a Disney movie because it's on Disney and we do know the story of what happened and it feels like a Disney movie. Like what a unique path to superstardom that Giannis has taken. Nobody has had a story like this, but still I was a little bit pleasantly surprised. I had very low expectations going in, expecting to hate this movie. Seeing that it was a real movie, I thought was good. I don't necessarily know that it has a lot of replay value for me, mm -hmm. but watching it the one time, I was happy to have watched it. Tass, what do you think? Yes, the most drama was at the beginning. I will agree with that. And then the rest of the drama was sort of dragged out, but there was drama throughout the middle hour, I guess, is what the big complaint is here. The first 25 minutes, uh, there was, yeah, the deportation uh, instances. And then there's multiple instances of him, of Charles, the dad, possibly being uh, deported yeah. because mm -hmm. he doesn't have his papers. And so that was very real rather than very dramatic. Uh, the the scenes in the immigration center where he's got he goes I think probably three times throughout this film where there are some cool shots. I like the the overhead sort of bird eye view in, in the immigration center. A nice apotheki, if you will, JD. A very large apotheki. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, it became real uh, mm -hmm. rather than you know the the you know 
the real one, two, three punch of the beginning, which which I was happy about because I think it really reeled in. It could have been super slow. It could have really uh, hit you over the head with a lot of Francis Adetokounmpo, their first son that they left. I, I don't think they you know, played on that too much at all, uh, really. Uh, and, you know, one of the... Yeah, the moving scenes was Yanni's talking to his mom about it uh, a little bit later on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it yeah it slowed down for sure. Could it have been shorter? Yes. Uh, but you know the the drama. I think yeah, him being deported throughout the movie, uh, and obviously the draft. Um, you know, yeah, we could have cut some stuff. It was Matt, an hour uh, fifty assuming. plus this movie, but I I gotta be honest, didn't feel like it was dragging a lot of mm-hmm. the time. And I think uh, some of that is uh, credit to the the actor, especially playing the mom and dad uh, Vera and Charles there uh, I thought they I mean they were really the movie if we're being honest mm-hmm. and, and, and the, we'll get in I'm sure to to the, the kids they got to play Giannis and Th- Thanasis and you guys didn't even know they were brothers uh, so I don't know what that says about <laughs> their chemistry and all that but anyway I, I thought the parents were incredible I hear what you're saying Matt though like yeah the, the drama as it went on was like you know them sort of fleeing the police when they're selling trinkets after you know they're they're still they're just trying to make a living there was the whole like them getting locked out of their apartment uh mm-hmm. and there was you know there's that there's like then there's this idea of like oh you know we have to stay together which agent are we going with there's the, that dilemma these like these are like they're they're not as high stakes for sure as the as the start of the movie and nor really should they be but jd what uh, let's get your sort of uh overhead uh, view of this movie to, to get in here. Yeah, I mean, uh, I agree with uh, everything you guys are saying. Whoops, that's not right. I agree with, with everything you guys are saying. Uh, <laughs> I agree with Matt that uh, it's it turned into, it started off really strong. Uh, the the whole leaving Lagos and going through Turkey and winding up in uh, Sepolia is uh, uh, harrowing, I would think, uh, I would say. Even though that's not exactly what happened to them, that's what happens to a lot of people who are, you know, trying to leave one country illegally and entering another one uh, to look for a better life. Uh so yeah, I was I was in right away. I mean, let, let, let's be honest, I was in right away, anyways, because uh, I've met Giannis, and I think this is the only biopic of a person that I've actually met before. Which wow, and it actually leads up to about a four or five months before Tass and I spent uh, half an afternoon with him. You know, so uh, it. I had a vested, uh, a personal connection. Of the, uh, were you albeit. hoping there was going to be a scene where you and Tass were being played by two actors? <laughs> yeah, yes. I was excited to see my, who would be playing me? Who would me? be playing Jade? That's right. <laughs> uh, but I also agree that, uh, you know, it's, at the end of the day, it's in, it's a Disney movie. Uh, it inspired me enough to want to learn more about uh, Giannis's story. So I did start reading uh, Mirren Fader's book, uh, Giannis, uh, The Improbable Rise of an NBA MVP, I believe it's called. Uh, and there's a, just a way more to the story. And it, the more I read that book, the more disappointed I was with the movie. I mean, mm. I thought it was fine. I thought it was like a pleasant, a pleasant little time waster, as my dad would say. And uh, it was inspiring. And, uh, you know, th- but it, there could have been so much more. There was so much more suffering that the Antetokounmpo's went through. There was so much drama that was there. And I think they missed a lot of opportunities to show that on one hand. But on the other hand... It's a straight to Disney Plus yeah, movie, yeah. and and uh, Giannis himself is an executive producer on it. it. It just feels like a love letter to his father, like a tribute yep. to Charles, uh, which you know, 
it got me, especially especially when we cut to at the very end of the movie and we cut to to Giannis in his MVP speech and he's paying tribute to his father and it's just like, yeah, I mean, I mean obviously, you know, I didn't know much about Charles Antetokounmpo before this movie or uh, Veronica for that matter. Uh, so uh, I I enjoyed it for that, but uh, it was kind of boring and they missed a lot of a lot of opportunity. I thought Matt, so. did did you know about the uh, the fifth? Antecumpo brother in, no, in I did, Francis. I yeah. yeah, I mean, either. I think I knew somewhere in the back of my head that I knew about him, but maybe I had forgotten because, yeah, th- you're. it's a little confusing, Tassi. I think you were sort of alluding to it at the beginning. Like, it's like, who, wait, wait what kid is that? <laughs> Which one is that? Because, like, they sort of, like, it, they gloss over it. And I actually liked how they did it because it was like, okay, then we come back to it. Mm-hmm. And Giannis is, like, actually asking, like, where is he? Why did you do that? Uh, so, Matt, you, sorry, you... You didn't know heading into this movie that there's there's Francis, the the older brother. He played a little soccer, and now he's a musician. Uh, had some songs yeah. in this movie, actually. Yeah, well, th- but that's that's like a, a credit to the movie that they didn't um, feel the need to over-explain at the start. Like, yeah. you see them leaving. You see them handing over the baby. You're kind of like, okay, I don't fully understand what's happening here. And they reveal it slowly, trusting the audience that, like, you know, it'll come back around. They don't need to explain everything to you. But... You're talking about it being a Disney movie as if, like, that's an excuse. Like, oh, well, but it's a Disney movie. But Miracle, like the movie about the the Miracle on Ice, is a Disney movie based on a true story. So is Remember the Titans. Like, I'm happy to be manipulated into, like, a a tear-jerking, go-for-the-heartstrings Disney movie. I just can't believe that they couldn't find that in this story. I didn't cry once, and I cry at every sports movie. <laughs> yeah, the only time point. I cried in this movie was Giannis's real MVP speech at the end. Yeah, right? same. So what were the moments that they missed, J.D., that you got out of the book that they could have depicted in this movie that were a little bit more dramatic? Yeah, uh, great question, Tess. Um, there is a scene in the book where it's, it's not exactly when they first arrived in America. It's actually when Giannis first arrives in Milwaukee and Thanasis arrives with him. And they book in a fabulous hotel, I'm sure. I'm not sure which hotel. But the, he, they booked them two separate rooms, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and the, the, the brothers were like... Why? Why would you even do that? Like, why, why would you bother with uh, two we have separate to be together. rooms? How are we supposed to jump on the beds together if yeah. we're in separate exactly. rooms? Exactly, but not, but but Trey, but not only that though. They ended up. Uh, Thanasis moves into uh, Giannis's room, and not only that, but they sleep in the same bed, huh. which would have been, yeah, you know, like oh, that's a really such a great character moment, like in, exactly. uh, in Castaway when they get Tom Hanks. <laughs> He's in the the bed at the end, and then the camera pans over, and he's just lying on the floor next to the right. bed. It, right, exactly, exactly. I mean, it would, wouldn't even need any dialogue, but it's just like so, something visual, something uh, something stunningly vis- visual that would uh, just just illustrate how close and tight they are as a family. And then, of course, you know, the assimilation into American life was not easy for Giannis, uh, you know, according to the book. And I'm not saying that but they should. But that's where it spill. cuts off. I know. Yeah, I yeah. know. Like, they had to make some choices here, obviously. Uh, and the point of it was he got drafted and that r- completely changed the life of all of the intense cupos, including Francis. Uh, and, that, you know, at, at the end of the day, that's what the movie is about. Uh, but there, that was that's just one example of, of something that, uh, you know, it just could have been better. And 
honestly, this book came out uh, last August, I think, and I, I think if they waited a year and then and then had this as a resource to 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 adapt or whatever, I mean, that could have been. No, that's th- a great point, it but, but I guess that. that also wasn't the mission, right? I mean, it was no. like it's Giannis's. It, it has two filters on it. It has the Giannis producing it filter, and then it has the Disney uh, filter on top of that. Right. But that's so disappointing that. Um, that would have been a great scene because there is a scene in the hotel room when they come to America and all you get from it is Giannis saying, I'm, I'm going to take the longest shower in the world. <laughs> right, right, right. right. Uh, which is Disney code for jerking off. <laughs> <laughs> well, to the, yeah, I mean, and, and that's what happens when the water gets cut off, right? It's a callback to that, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, do you think that that's what uh, Veronica was saying to Giannis? Giannis, you, it's like you're washing all of Athens off. I, I honestly did think. Yeah. I did too, yeah. <laughs> to be honest. Maybe that's why he slept at the gym. Sorry, where else is he going to jerk off? I mean, that's why he slept at the gym. At the gym, he slept at the gym. Oh, that's why. That's why he was asleep in that scene at the start. He got there to put some shots up, jerked off, and was like, "Oh man, I could use a lie down." Listen, we also not expecting that. uh, We also got the jumping on the bed scene, which actually did take place. Oh, that actually did happen. Mm. uh, Him and Thanasis, and and they talked about it on the the Wodge Pod. Uh, that dated like a three-part series on Giannis's draft. Once upon a time, the the jumping right. was real. I am surprised that they didn't extend it to the year because it is all about family. That's the thing. That Jamie said it. It's this movie is not really about Giannis. But it I'm, really but I'm surprised is. It's in about 2014. It's a love letter to Charles and his mama. 2014, the family comes over. He has a year, a season in Milwaukee where he's alone. Yeah. And so I'm I'm surprised it didn't end with. Another huddle, another family huddle mm. right at the end in 2014 when they get the visas and they come over. Uh, that was kind of surprising to me because keep they're ri- always Keep rising. Up. Coming. Yeah. Coming uh, soon. Yeah, it's, Rise it's, too. Rise too. It's you, Honestly, it's though, that, that is a full movie. Like that, him arriving in America and his first couple of years at the Bucks is honestly a you could make an entire movie up. Oh, definitely. That, uh, you even get the joke where they do like a coming to America yeah. joke when yeah. they finally arrive in America. The fish out of water stuff would have been really funny yeah. to see. Um, mm-hmm. And honestly, maybe the movie could have used it because now that Matt mentioned Remember the Titans, I loved that movie when it came out. <laughs> there were many laughs in Remember the Titans. There were many like comical mo- moments. I didn't feel like there was a ton of levity uh, in this. And, you know, maybe some fish out of water stuff would have been an avenue to see some jokes. And it would have probably sped up the first half of the movie to Giannis getting drafted. But, you know, I mean, you just kind of have to choose where you're cutting off where the rise stops because like they could have just kept letting him rise 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 until he eliminates the phoenix suns and wins the championship with 50 points like it was a pretty steady rise the entire time if he really wanted to keep going for it but uh, i guess they just wanted the draft angle though i would have liked some milwaukee stuff as well yeah would you um how many jokes are in this movie how many like actual trying to make a joke jokes i i think there's only one okay well there's the coming to america line which they really like they they just like slip it in there i think it's the good morning my neighbors Uh that's like yeah it's like very quick uh made another joke i think but (laughs) what do you got uh there's the when the coach their coach says what is a 76 or a 76 yeah yes okay (laughs) yeah i think that's the only joke in it There's no joke when they're playing basketball. Yeah, there's other parts at all? that yeah. I found funny, but they were not jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I found everything to do with uh, Harris, uh, Harris, uh, Harris with one R. Uh, mm. Everything about him I found funny. And you were saying he's not a real 
guy in real life. I mean, yeah. he obviously had agents that helped him out. He had two agents. Them, but... He had two agents. Maybe they just wanted to make him one guy. Right. And then maybe they had an ode to two agents when they brought in Kevin. Kevin. Uh, Kevin, which was <laughs> yeah, the uh, American counterpart to Harris, uh, which was interesting. Um, yeah, maybe they just didn't want to have two there. But yeah. Harry's had that that haircut was a little odd, you know. He's a little frumpy, I guess. Was, <laughs> yeah. the, was the character, uh, but yeah, I wanted Kevin to introduce himself as Kevin Mignon. Uh, that would have been good. That's my favorite Kevin of the last six months watching movies. Um, another Disney. It's another Kevin, Disney movie. Kevin, yeah. Kevin Mignon. That's another Disney well, movie. Kevin. Mignon. Yeah. So is there a minion named Kevin? I guess he there is. introduced right. himself as like Kevin Mignon. Oh, the Rise of uh, Gru. You could, there's a real crossover with Rise and yeah. Rise of Gru. Exactly. <laughs> was a little confused like Kevin Mignon I was confused of the, the look Kevin Mignon it sounds like you're saying filet mignon yeah I know well that's the I think that's that's the point of Kevin oh okay that's Kevin he's a, he's a meaty a character steak joke I, yeah. I was a little confused like the loyalty they had to Harris like you know because, unearned completely yeah unearned. totally unearned oh like, come on no one would ever give him a shot but like and Harry stepped up we had like one on minute one minute exactly. of him with the family yeah. and then here comes Paco because he's like okay I was wrong here's 5,000 euros here's your passports let's do this and then they're just like no nah, man we love Harris that guy <laughs> like, <laughs> he knows a guy named Kevin Minion when <laughs> <laughs> we get back and see Kevin he knows this guy grew it's gonna be great we have a nice setup I was with Charlie Charles, I was wanting to sign with Paco uh, at that time, no doubt about it. Yeah. Uh, but shout out to Vera and shout out to Giannis, honestly, being like, no, this guy showed us loyalty. But okay, I guess he did, but it wasn't a he lot. He put in a lot of phone calls, man. <laughs> did he? <laughs> he said he called every team. In well, that 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 was one of the only times that I did laugh was when Paco says. Um, you know, coming in with his with his BDE and he's screaming, "I'm the number one scout in this country." I was like. First of all, you're the number one scout in Greece, which uh, it's is not even the most popular country. sport. It's not even one of the most popular sport in Greece. Okay. The number one scout in America doesn't walk around screaming, I'm the number one scout in this country. I also thought it was hilarious when he said that to the point that I didn't know his character had a name. You guys were saying Paco before the show started. Right. I was like, what? You mean the number one scout in the country? I thought that's what it would say in the credits uh, for that guy. But, you know, he got his come up at the end when Giannis finally got drafted and he had to watch the draft on phone <laughs> by his station. What a loser. It was odd when he drove away. He's in his Benz. Mr. Paco, and uh, you just saw a, a, a windshield or a window with fingerprints on it. You couldn't even see his face. <laughs> yeah. It was just a dirty, was dirty. window. Jamie, what what other things did you like about this movie or the actors in this movie? If you want to talk about uh, the the, mm. the two brothers playing Giannis and Thanasis, or like I said, the parents there. What, what, what jumped out at you? Or nothing? <laughs> no, what did I like about it? I yeah. mean, I, did you I, like Charles and Vera? The, the of course, yes. I, I thought they were. Really I thought good. they're they're obviously the heart and soul of this film. Uh, Charles, Charles especially, uh, but but uh, but uh, Veronica as well. They uh, just holding it together, doing their best. The 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 scene with the bureaucrat uh, in the apotheki uh, was appropriately frustrating. Although I will say that. Uh, a little line would have been helpful to the plot. Uh, just basically saying, uh, Veronica even says, uh, our children are Greek. They were born here. Right. This, so the bureaucrat should have had a line that's that, that actually doesn't legally make them Greek, which is kind of confusing, I think, to a lot of 
to me and a lot of American uh, uh, people because, uh, you know, if you're born on American soil, you are American. You know, that's where the, the, the anchor baby term comes from. And uh, that is not the case in Greece. So it's it when it gets down to the, 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 the end of the second act and they're trying to get visas and we're, we're, the audience is just going, OK, well, but, but they're Greek. So who cares? But that is not the case. So I think they could have had a little bit more exposition there. But I did like the bureaucrat. I She was infuriating and frustrating. And, and that's uh, and that's what we wanted. Uh, you know, and it's a it's a gorgeous movie to look at. Like, I agree. It, it mm-hmm. it's vibrant. It 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 paints Sepolia and Athens in a in a beautiful light, uh, but also to its detriment because you're you you you're not really seeing the suffering that the Attentacupos went through. You know, like hunger being one of them, and I know that yeah. that's incredibly hard to to portray. Um, but the first time we see the, the uh, a shot of the boys, the all four boys, they're on a couch playing a PlayStation, and uh, mm. they've just eaten a massive meal. Well, according to Giannis, they never had a TV, and and he was so guilt ridden when he got to uh, to Milwaukee when he bought himself on the uh, like he bought himself a PlayStation. He returned it the next day because he was so racked with guilt because of that, right. and and that kind of thing. It's just it just really glossed over just the, the their struggle. Um, same thing with the uh, the Golden Dawn is makes an appearance and and it's like okay, good, yes, they should be in this because this time at this time, you know, we're talking about a rise of one of the you know basically Nazis. A, a Nazi party is rising in Greece. To the point where uh, the year that he was drafted, or close to the year, they got like seventeen seats in the House of in, in the Greek Parliament or whatever. Uh, so th- I'm glad that they made an appearance, but I don't think that we got a real taste of uh, of just how there there was a, a lot of racism that they were facing mm-hmm. uh, in a country like Greece, and and just how precarious their situation was be- because of that. They literally had the kids, especially had no nation. It's not like they were citizens of uh, Nigeria either, right? So mm-hmm. uh, you know, when when Charles is freaking out, what they went to play basketball? It's like I want him in school and I want him where I can see him because the we could be deported, we could be separated, and that would be a, a complete disaster. Obviously, anyways, all that you have to say. imagine that was a crazy struggle in oh. making this movie, editing this movie, of like how dark are we going? Right. How real are we making this? Oh, this is a Disney movie. It's supposed to be light. What a story. It's inspiring. Totally. And they can be both, don't get me wrong. I'm sorry, but like Bambi's tough. mother dies at the beginning yeah, yeah, of Bambi. Yeah, yeah, like you can yeah. you can you know, you can show hunger without showing yeah. the true, like really horrific um you know, physical and mental effects of it. It'll read as, wow, these people don't have enough money to eat. And I think that's fine. But I mean a question for you, JD, based on what you were just saying, or for for the rest of you, were there enough villains in this movie? Because there was Paco, two scenes. Uh, be- biggest yeah. agent in, in the in the country. <laughs> there was the landlord, right? Two scenes. There was that the immigration lawyer or or functionary. Three scenes. Yeah, right. Um, you know, there was one uh, during one game. Someone makes one racist, yep. uh, you know, remark to Giannis. Like I, I don't know if they did a good enough job of externalizing, because obviously the villain is the system, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but they—I don't know if they did a good enough job externalizing that to to 
show to have conflict and to show what they were really up against, except this vague idea that, you know, they could be deported at any time. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, honestly, that was a, a big problem with the movie for me. Yeah, I agree. I mean, there is no <laughs> Paco is felt like a note, right? Like it's just uh it's probably like exactly what you're saying, Matt, is just that uh, we need some conflict. We need uh, somebody to hate somebody more than just the bureaucrat, more than just the system. We just need a physical, uh, you know, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, manifestation. Manifestation. Thank you. Of uh, of uh, a villain. Right. And uh, mm-hmm. and he was such a caricature <laughs> of a caricature. And uh, but, yeah, I agree with you. It's uh I again going back to my original point I think that uh we could have seen their 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 suffering a, a little more and the point about Bambi's mother dying spoiler alert everybody uh is um is well taken and uh and we were talking before we st- we fired up the cameras here who is this movie for I mean because it's not exactly yeah. a kids movie um, I was telling Skeets that my 13 year old or 14 year old now son watched it he, he enjoyed it but he's a big fan of Giannis and he found it interesting okay but uh you know it's, so it's for him i guess i i, I guess teens I'd yeah say. teens seems early young teens right to me yeah. right okay you agree with that yeah yeah i understand the the sort of push and pull of making it uh, a little bit more heavy but then you're getting into you know the the adult, yeah. Right. It, it becomes a little less about a kid. But I understand. And, yeah, the, the hunger thing is something that Yanis always has referred to. Um, even uh, it sort of lacked uh, how, you know, he was ostracized in his own country and then he was loved in his own country, yeah. you know, in 2013, 2014, 2015. given the papers uh, and he is – it's totally different. I mean, that, that part, I guess, is left out because of timeline but also um, – because of the tone, uh, I don't yep. think they necessarily wanted to go that route. Uh, right. You know, they went, they showed the the sharing of the shoes, um, uh, which you know the, I, I did enjoy that because they do talk about that. Yeah, and yeah, and maybe maybe they didn't have a TV. It's totally true. I guess they they showed them at one time looking at the internet and time well, right now. Internet, was cafe, internet cafe. Got timed cafe. Out. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, I was worried the NBA.com site was going to crash on them. <laughs> uh, th- thanks to Schumann. Yeah, I thought thanks that footage, that Magic Johnson footage was coming through pretty crystal clear. Though. I was like, damn, what year is this? Yeah, I guess it makes sense. 20, 2012, I guess? Yeah. 2011? Yeah. yeah. Tass is right. It's all about the fact that the movie makes a big choice with regards to tone. This is going to be an inspirational movie all about the hard work you need to achieve whatever it is you're going to be And achieving. the love of family and support Exactly family. right. Yeah. Keeping your family strong yeah. together and working for everything that that you get in life. Because this is no doubt a good movie for uh, a 13-year-old to see like, wow, look at all of the struggle that Giannis went through. Even if we're not seeing him confronting villains time and time again. Just the general sense of foreboding. Not to mention the, the actual work he's putting into his basketball game to learn how to play. Him sharing shoes with his brother. Him sleeping in the gym so he can be the first one there. All of these different you know, little scenes from his life. It's all focused on look at how much he had to work and look at how much he did work to actually get where he is. Look at the work his dad put in to get Giannis and his brothers where they are. So they chose to make an inspirational movie. No surprise Mm -hmm. for a Disney movie, but like some of these other movies uh, that Matt's been bringing up, they've made a choice to not just go down that path. And it feels like rise is focused primarily on the inspiration factor. Uh Yeah. Tass, what did you think of the basketball playing in this movie? Especially uh, our two main actors there, the Agata brothers. Were they were they believable? 
for, as Antetokounmpo brothers. Yeah, I think so. Um, I, it, it, you know, it's tough. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Yanis has to become good. He didn't really become all that good. He obviously was good enough to be drafted, but uh, it almost happens too fast. His his rise eh, uh, from you know from 2008 when he started playing basketball to 2013 like that's he almost he almost got too good too fast in a way but I think the actual basketball on the floor was believable I didn't mind how it was a you know a dirty little gym Phil Atleticos is not a big program even though Matt says that it's, basketball isn't appreciated in Greece that's what you said Matt that's what you said about Paco he says it's not the biggest sport it's not the biggest sport yeah, yeah, yeah. so what if he's the number one scout of a huge sport that's something to brag about Paco uh, okay uh, I'm the number one rugby scout in Canada is that no that's is that not something I should be bragging are about? you kidding Greece was the biggest league outside of the u.s probably in that time when they when he was watching footage he was inspired by bigger than spain, bigger than spain? yeah, yeah wow. back then yeah and then spain, oh okay. bigger than spain, back then it was Shaq, like right? five years ago <laughs> no it was like 2007 2008 i'm talking about uh what do you mean five years ago <laughs> well, it was 10 years ago <laughs> like 15 years ago but then it went downhill yeah we had a little bit of a problem financially yeah uh, i heard but, that the team went bankrupt right the team that um paco wanted to sign him to Right, right. Uh, yeah, and then I did like the scene where the check bounced and right. and Charles was pissed. I liked whenever Charles kissed his teeth, there was a couple of... <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was good at that. He was good, and I, and I liked that. Um, yeah, the, the and I like how it was a dirty little gym because Philatikos doesn't have a, a huge program. Um, so I was fine with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, one continuity thing, English letters on the back of their jerseys mm. doesn't exist. Mm. Um, but whatever. <laughs> okay. Fair, it was like Gre- Greek letters on the front, English letters on the back. It didn't really bother me too much, but uh, it, is, it is one thing. Can you explain that the team that he was playing for? This was a youth team. Like yeah, I was a little a couple, confused. It's like Ricky Rubio. When you hear him, he played at 13 years of age on one team. Like there's a youth program and then a large, uh, the men's program, whatever you call okay, it. Okay. Okay. So he was on like, like a, a fee- like a feeder system yeah. too. Okay, okay. Exactly. That's what I thought. Exactly. Uh, he had to travel a long way to play though. 80 minutes, is that what they said? Like, <laughs> Hour yeah. and 20 minutes? Yeah. Then and, that, and that's something that I guess JD and Matt are hinting at, that like that struggle every day, um, yeah. not not being able to eat. Like they were starving and playing basketball yeah. for multiple hours. That's true. I don't know how Okay, you... so so we saw there's no, you know, there's no really good villain like there usually is in a, in a sports movie. Was there a montage in this movie? <laughs> there was some I small like ones, was. I feel like. Yeah. Uh, some some basketball. There definitely was a small basketball one. Yeah. Would you call yeah. even uh, selling trinkets? Sort of. <laughs> there was like there was a montage, montage feel, feel to, to that. Yeah. Uh, when it when they were being successful or not. Uh, yeah. But not not a lot for a sports movie, Matt. You what yeah. you wanted more? <laughs> I wanted one memorable one to be honest. Like yeah, it could be him grinding, hitting you know the alarm clock, getting up early. I'm right. I'm just saying cliches, yeah. but again. To reiterate, I'm happy to have cliches in a sports movie. Um, two you, montages I mean, in Hustle, right? right yeah, That's true. Got two. yeah, yeah. Well, actually, monta- uh, Hustle could have could have stood to like cut, cut the six minutes from one of their montages right. and given it to Rise. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I guess there was the cliche playing in the rain for, oh, for a yeah, while. Yeah, playing in the rain. Could have used new that. shoes playing could, in the rain. Yeah. Could have cut that. That was. That was a classic. Whoa, this is a, we gotta do we gotta do this in every basketball movie. It looks tight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks pretty cool. It does look cool. Yeah. But 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 uh, but to your point, Tess, I mean that, that's part of uh, 
Giannis was not that great when he got to the NBA, and he got good by working hard. And to Matt's point, we didn't see the the yeah the 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 the, the dozen raw eggs and the get up in the morning and like uh, we did see him sort of run up. Uh, the mountain and next to the Acropolis there and do, you know, the, that was his little was, version of Rocky. It looked cool, but uh, we didn't see the grind and just how much uh, effort he put into uh, You're to right. playing basketball. Because we only saw like, okay, well, just the one bus ride, you know, right. to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the not a lot of basketball, as we've talked about, like even getting better at basketball. There's a couple scenes where he's like shooting around, yeah. clanking shots. He can't uh, handle a double. No, they no, keep running it on, a, yeah. on the side. So a little <laughs> bit of that. But like, I was even confused with the, you guys have brought it up a couple times, like the sleeping in the gym part. Right. It was like, he was just there, I, like the one morning, and then Takis, yeah. the coach, is like, oh, you know, what? Let him what sleep. Yeah, exactly. He's tired, but but yeah, <laughs> I, I get what nowhere. you're saying. It's, it was only just one of that, and yeah. maybe it would have this movie would have been helped a little bit with the the classic uh, montage that Matt's calling for. Just give us a couple minutes of that repetitive, like I want this more than everybody else. We didn't see the boat cruise. That's for we sure. Didn't see the boat cruise. This is what happened in Hustle. Right. We didn't see a lot. <laughs> I you of said that. boat cruise yeah. for a second. I was like, <laughs> we didn't what's see the boat this part of the honest story? He took a boat to <laughs> famous boat. I once had fillet minion. <laughs> people can't. People can't understand me today. And actually, speaking of being able to be understood, I think Giannis Antetokounmpo's accent, his actual accent, is a lot stronger than the uh, the actor that they chose. Yeah, uh, which is a good a good decision. I think. I think it's it was easier to to understand. I mean, I can understand Giannis because we speak we're. We speak the same language, sort of. Uh, but I, you know, uh, I, I think they made the good, a good decision there. Um, but yeah, we didn't see him getting. It did seem like he got better at basketball pretty quickly, uh, and we couldn't see him eating a dozen raw eggs, JD, because he didn't, didn't, he didn't eat. Yeah, yeah. Good he, point. Didn't, he didn't live on a farm to get eggs. Man, uh, I just felt bad, Matt, for uh, for that um, Thanasis in this movie. It's oh, yeah. like this guy was the real deal. He was. I also didn't know that. I didn't know that he was the promising um, prospect. Yeah. All right. The original And that Greek he injured freak. himself. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Well, let's just, because uh, we're sort of hinting at it, but to me, one of the things that is like, I cannot get over about this movie. So you have a, a couple scenes of him playing in that club gym, yep. which apparently is actually filmed in the place where they actually played. Mm-hmm. Um, so now he goes to try out for FIBA. This scene, this scene is probably one of the worst in the movie because he's not doing well. Giannis is playing. He's trying out. He's not doing well. The dad says, I can't handle this. Right, he goes outside. Right. Yep. And we cut to a slow motion shot of Giannis dunking with no one around him that looks like it could have been like <laughs> shot in a vacuum or just pulled from a completely different scene. And then you have um, the Nazis run outside and tell the dad, he killed it. <laughs> Dominated. Right. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, wait, what? What? How? What? You don't think that that's something we should have seen? Like, that's fair. But now, then, is there a reason we're not? There's not that in the movie, like, because unfortunately our actor can't really do that. You know, believably. I think that's exactly. I right. sort of do. I yeah. think Fanasi, the actor that plays Fanasis, he can ball. He can ball. He looked better as a player. Like if you're playing one on one between the actual two brothers, I think Thanasis has taken yeah. this every time. Okay, I, looks a little out of his league, to I, be quite honest. Yeah, Trey, I did a little research, and apparently that that's the opposite, according to wow, Uche. Wow, really? He says that Raul used to be better. Oh, you so it's interesting. Maybe I don't know what he hurt, means by used to be. And then he got a tryout for FIBA. 
Came well, actually, here. okay, listen to, listen to <laughs> okay, this. Is, Make the movie. This is from a USA Today interview with uh, Uche and Rao. So the interviewer says, for you guys as brothers playing a different set of brothers, I'm wondering how that was for you. Was there any characteristics of their relationship that you saw in your own? Uche says, well, I would say Rawls, my older brother, and he played Thanasis, who would be my older brother. But other than that, <laughs> that's the whole <laughs> All right. um, But he did say that um, in that same interview, he says that Rawl used to be better, and then he kind of stopped playing, and Uche has, has surpassed him. Okay. But now that could be since the movies came come out i don't know <laughs> oh interesting mm. and, he, and he appears to be taller just like uh yeah the real yeah. life brothers as well mm-hmm. so there there maybe is that too my uh, favorite part of that scene was they chose to send Thanasis, who was on crutches and could barely yeah, walk to like to all the way till the, <laughs> he killed it dad when you have two little kids who could just run out there <laughs> crazy yeah it's also weird that they just they repeated that beat Two times, right? Like he, the dad's like, I, uh, he's like, I believe in my family the most out of anyone. But then he leaves during the trial, and then he yeah. also leaves during the draft. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's uh, tough to watch. It's like nerves. The nerves. Yeah, I think. Sure. I think sure, that's I understand. it. Um, but wait, just to follow that thought. So then we have the FIBA thing, which is just odd. <laughs> we don't see him actually doing well. And then the next time we hear about him playing is the scene where Paco comes in. Then they say they tell him to screw off. Harris comes in and he tells him his plan. He's like, "You're going to play for Spain." And they're like, "Well, does that is that smart? What if we can't get visas?" And he's like, "No, no, no. You're not. You know, you're not going to sign this contract to play in Spain. You're going to sign this contract to declare for the NBA draft." And I literally out loud said, "What?" Like yeah. I, I had no idea he was at the point where he was good enough to declare. For, I was like, "This is the part. This right, is this right. part of the movie. True. We're going from not even being sure if he can be in the Euro League." To, to coming to play in the NBA. Yeah, it's just the promise be... that they saw in him, yeah. But wait, hold well, on. Well, you didn't in do a good job of well, showing us that he had promised. Yeah, I get that. In the movie, you're right. But in real life, this is somewhat similar. Like, it was a shock. This guy that very few people had ever heard of was going as basically a lottery pick. I mean, it was... No, no, but the shock was because the people hadn't seen him play, and the only footage they could find of him was, like, this grainy YouTube stuff. yeah. Well, that's probably, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, but, but I'm saying it was a shock because of that. In, in this case, it's a shock because we don't even see that he's good wow. at all, and we're supposed. I'm to be trying to give you a reason life. why yeah. we're not seeing him in this movie, and I do think it's because, like, sorry, we got to try and find the greatest basketball player currently alive. <laughs> like, we need a, a someone to do that uh, that's younger as well. Like, it's like you're asking a lot. Oh, it also helps if you're like six yeah. ten, uh, which you know he's not that tall, uh, Uche, but. Um, like I just think that they made this decision. Like, let's we got to show basketball. We we got to try and convince you that he's becoming better, and that he's. You're right, Matt. It's probably a bit of a stretch to be like, what this guy's NBA talent, even if it's a reach. Uh, we probably didn't get there in the movie, but I just think it's because they couldn't with the actor. That's my my gut says. Well, I think we're also we're looking at it from the lens of 2022, when in 2013 there was a reason. Yeah, he. There wasn't any good footage, but there was a reason there wasn't any good footage because he wasn't, wasn't that, that good. good yeah. And he was playing in a second tier league of the 40th most popular sport in Greece. Uh, so, like, right. so I think that was a part. He just he wasn't that good. So it was a leap. And it, 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 I think we're looking at it from now where it feels like a huge leap. Obviously, this guy's one of the best player in the world. But then it was, you know. Uh, more of an incremental leap, but it still was a leap. So it did come out of nowhere. Harris came out of nowhere, mm-hmm. and maybe that's why he was the only guy who 
I mean, that, that felt, I guess that, it, that part is real. There was two agents that came up to Yanis Anthanasis, and I guess one was going to represent each, and, and, and those guys were real. Uh, but I, I guess there weren't a lot of takers uh, for Yanis Anthanasis way back then. I mean, so that part is real. It was a leap for sure. Well, let's take our first break here on Film Session, breaking down Rise. Uh, when we come back, uh, we can continue to talk about our favorite moments of the movie, uh, some of the uh, perplexing parts of this movie, random observations, and then we'll ultimately get to grading it. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. All right, back with Film Session, talking about the Giannis movie Rise. It's available to watch on Disney+. Plus. Matty O is joining us from California. I see Dream Shake here in the stream team saying, I don't like to hear there wasn't much of the story that took place in the NBA. What's the point? Dream sick. As we said, this movie is not about that. That'll be not Rise 2. Yeah. Keep rising, whatever it's called. <laughs> uh, second Rise. This is really, it truly is about his family uh, and making it to the NBA. Like, it ends the, you know, on draft night. It ends yeah. him being drafted uh, 15th overall by the Bucks. Uh, what do you think of the guy playing John Hammond? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I was happy who is that to, guy? to that know guy's who in he everything. was. Yeah, who is that guy? Who's I'm the real actor? Okay. Hey, he's, he's one of those guys. Yeah. You've seen him in a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that guy? Oh, John Hammond? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, uh, great drafting by John. Break down this fast break for me. Well, the coach said he wants it in eight seconds. I can do it in five. <laughs> I've seen enough. <laughs> I'll see you at the draft. Uh, best scenes for me, they all came like one right after another. And it's basically when Giannis is learning about b- basketball. It started for me, huge laugh uh, at the reveal going from like 2004 to 2007. I think Thanasi is riding his bike and he has Giannis on the back on pegs, but then in 2007, Giannis is like a gigantic guy. Looks like he's eight feet tall riding on pegs on the back. They end up playing their first basketball and I was dying laughing when uh, Giannis catches the ball and he's just holding the ball over his head and smiling and laughing that he's the tallest one out there. They couldn't get the ball. They eventually go to the uh, the internet cafe where we see Sophocles short Giannis. I was excited to see Baby Shaq. Baby Shaq and yeah. then it was cool to see them like really geeking out at watching uh, Hakeem versus David Robinson like I enjoyed that and that was all like within three minutes of each other yep so that was that was a highlight for me yeah sticking on the uh, the size angle there was when Thanasi's check was rejected as I said Charles kisses his teeth and then we see a shot of the boys in the bed and Yanis has his head in his hand and he's got the fingers sort of up by his eyeballs and he's got Huge fingers, well casted. Those yeah. fingers were very well casted. That felt kid. that felt real. Um, and I, I like when David Stern ended up shaking Yanis's hand. The late David Stern. That was done well. You know, that was well, it was real footage. Oh, oh well, no, no, sorry, sorry. That wasn't yes. Yanis at Dukumpo. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. They, that it felt real. Actually, looked pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah Nora, Nora a... mentioned that too. I, I, yeah, I, I, was I like, f- Whoa, forgot about is that. that. Old, yeah. Is that Yanis at Dukumpo? No, that's not. Yeah. Right. right. And speaking of the fingers. You see, the actor is always doing this, right? Like, uh, well, who? Uh, the actor who plays Giannis, I feel like I'm blanking on his name. Uche. Uche. Uche, yeah. yeah. It, like, there, there, there is this mannerism where he's always sort of blowing on his hands, and he does that a lot in the movie, and I'm like, that that, that kind of reminds yeah. me of Giannis. Oh. Like, it's it's just a small, tiny thing, but mm-hmm. it really sort of uh, brought him to life in, in as Giannis to me. Yeah, uh, had his fingertips on this movie. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, no pun intended. He, he flaunted John Hammond. He, he made he made sure to give a little respect yeah. the, because all the all the other executives were. What was the 76ers one? It was like uh, 
uh, agent number one, not agent number one. Like <laughs> Basically, it was executive. like 76ers executive or yeah, something like right. that. Yeah, and then there was an OKC one, no name, but then Johnny. Johnny Hammond got his <laughs> name on there, for sure. Uh, JT Plus has, a, I think, a decent question. Tass, did you hate the way they portrayed Greece? There was almost zero love. That's from JT Plus in the stream team. You agree or disagree or want to answer that? Uh, well, I think they uh, there wasn't a lot of love for Yanis Tetokounmpo growing up. And so, yeah, it felt real. Um, it, it, it did feel beautiful, JD, because Greece is beautiful. But it, what's that? Fair, yes. Fair, but at the same time, there was a lot of there was scenic. There was sorry, overhead shots of the streets in Athens where everything looked dirty and filthy yeah. uh, because that is also Athens. There was a damn lot of pigeons early in this movie because <laughs> there's a damn lot right, of pigeons right. in Athens. Uh, I, yeah, there, listen, if, if if this was a real doc about the things, as, as we've said, that he went through, it could have been a lot uglier. Uh, and the racism that he saw, as you know, Matt brought up that one instance when he's on the basketball court, so it could have got a lot uglier. I no, I, this is a Disney movie, and it, it got Disneyfied, but it could also have been a lot more Disneyfied. I, th- I think they they did depict mm-hmm. yeah some of the the non beautiful things about uh, Greece. Matt, what were some uh, well other things I guess that you disliked uh, about this movie, or or made you laugh, or just random observations? We can jump around here. Uh, well, definitely the hardest I laughed was when his old coach, when uh, you know they're all watching back in Greece uh, during the draft, and Giannis gets drafted, and he just like says the least enthusiastic was he goes, "Yeah, man, all right." <laughs> that, that sounded Jamaican there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, but by it, the way, Jamaican Cool Runnings, another good Disney sports yeah, movie. True. Sure, sure. Okay. It's possible to make a good Disney sports. No, movie. you're right. You're right. That, and that guy's accent was. It was, it was come and go. Takis, we're talking about the coach? Yeah. yeah the beard. It, was, it was Littlefinger-esque. You know, it was, like, was kind of there. It was kind of not there. Uh, well, but, first of all, Tass, speaking of accents, complete vindication for you calling Giannis Yanni. Like, that's how you've all, you know, you don't, you hear. <laughs> complete vindication for me. No, I mean, you hear uh, analysts call him Giannis or you even hear Giannis or whatever but Tass he's been saying it right no one else is saying it that way but Tass is right I've, yeah I, I've 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 been Americanized at times too for, for I think uh, there was a, f- a few years stretch where I went Giannis uh, but yeah they call him Ugo at times in the yeah, movie yeah I like that uh, because yeah. that's his uh, his middle name um, yeah so yeah you kind of yeah you had to know. You had to know some stuff about the Adetokounmpo brothers to pick up on everything. But it was uh, it was about the fam for sure. What else did you hate, Matt? Because there's well, be- let me let me give you a real who cares. Um, <laughs> the guy that plays John Hammond in the movie. First of all, John Hammond, uh, the guy from Jurassic Park, right? The owner yes. of Jurassic Park. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> so this guy, in real life, his name's Taylor Nichols, and Good. he was in Jurassic Park well, Three. Oh wow! Wow. So. That's just some research I just did. Damn. Imagine okay. if I had time to really look into it. Yeah, no trying, telling what I could uncover. Yeah, I was trying to think, like, what did he do in Jurassic Park 3? No idea. Probably got oh, bitten yeah. in half. <laughs> Probably got <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a safe bet for anyone in Jurassic Park that's not Chris Probably. Pratt or Sam yeah, Neill. Yeah, Sam Neill. <laughs> okay. He got eaten. I, uh, I, uh, to get us into some random notes here. I did really enjoy uh, Harris. Uh, every scene, mainly because like everything he did, I found comical, mm-hmm. and I think that's a big reason why I'm like, wait, why do you guys, why do you, why does this family trust him so much? Like, I thought they jumped to that really quickly. But 
when he pulls up, did you see his parking job? When he uh, yeah, rolls in after Paco takes off, and it's like great time. Look where he parks. I don't even. I I'm not sure even where he is. He's still on the street. It feels like there's a driveway there because yeah. that's where they've been yeah. standing and talking. Uh, and we've seen their car there before for crying out loud. That's uh, a Greek thing. That's amazing. Park anywhere. Yeah, just pulls it up, and I'm gonna park here and then walk all the way over. Yeah, to you, you. could have come so much closer to them. That's the weird thing. So I love that, and then stick. Sticking with uh, Harris at the uh, at the Nike meeting, which we haven't even talked about. Mm. Uh, look at the size of his shirt. <laughs> oh, it's it's in the sleeves. It it's, is it's like Aladdin sleeves. It <laughs> is like so baggy sleeves. in the sleeves, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I could not take my eyes off it. Uh, in fact, that's me <laughs> chuckling at the bottom. I put that up in the <laughs> caption. Uh, you watch with closed captioning on. Uh, no, I just grabbed the screen grab uh, here. Um, okay. I didn't last night. Uh, I do. I, I usually do. do. So, yeah, Tass has been saying that Charles was uh, kissing his teeth. He was actually clicking his teeth. Oh, that's every time I'm uh, close captioning. Uh, clicks teeth. Clicks teeth. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Uh, my biggest concern with the movie, they showed Giannis drinking a smoothie twice in this movie. What? Unforgivable. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on, though. Was it a milkshake? Or, uh, you or think a that was a strawberry milkshake? I think milkshake? it was a strawberry milkshake. Uh, they should have explained. <laughs> You're right. So You're we should right. have said, I love this milkshake at the very least. Yeah. Oh, I love this strawberry milkshake. Because <laughs> before, I guess it's before his first start uh, with his youth club there. And then when they come to America for the draft, I think he has a strawberry milkshake as well. <laughs> but that thing looked, the first one looked like a smoothie to me. The second one looked like a milkshake. Mm -hmm. But as we know, Giannis didn't get his first smoothie until right. 2014. Yeah. Uh, in the United States, so <laughs> as we know, <laughs> you know, okay. that was my main takeaway. I mean, from it could have been a, a tip of the hat to smoothies. I did want to see a smoothie in this movie, so yeah. but I was like, eh, that's a milkshake. That's a line. You needed a line at the immigration office of them saying, "Hey, I know your kids are born here, but that's not a law in Greece. They're still not uh, Greek citizens." And then when he orders the milkshake, the guy handing it to him, being like. You know, or just uh, one milkshake. <laughs> you, know, or, you know, just uh, just show us it's not a smoothie. Right. I did love the line when uh, I guess it's the final immigration scene where they're actually getting the stamp uh, to at least travel, yeah. or I forget what they're doing there. But it's a new go to the draft, right, right? To go to the draft, and uh, there's the whole thing where there is the weirdest photo of the woman's son playing oh basketball. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Hated that. Weird scene that was. And then Giannis. Uh, he totally worked hard by the way he positions yeah, the ball. Yeah. And then he says, only the best players are chosen to play forward. So true. And she was like, damn, I like these guys. Oh, yeah. uh, Matt, you weren't a fan of that scene. What do you think of the Nike scene too, Matt? I thought that was a little I, I don't strange. have, I mean, I guess his, that was his moment to make his big speech. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. why should anyone identify True. with me? Um, I guess that was decent. I don't remember anything about it other than that, to be mm -hmm. honest. Okay. Um, I just want to talk about how, luckily, for Giannis's origin story, he found the friendliest streetball players in the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, <laughs> imagine if I like saw some people playing streetball. They were like, like, oh yeah, we need a fifth, like or a fourth, or whatever. Can you play? And I've never picked up a basketball before, but I'm like, yes, I can play. And then they pass me the ball for the first time, and I just start walking with it. And they and they patiently go, oh you, oh you have to dribble. And then I'm like, oh okay. Like I, I mean, I would immediately get kicked out of that game. Instead, in this game, what happens is they're like, hey, you're pretty good. Yeah. He's absolutely not. Um, <laughs> you should come to the youth club. Like, you should come ruin our games there. <laughs> yeah, but Matt, you already said why that probably happened, why they were so nice. It's uh, 
what the third or fourth most popular sport in Greece, according to you. So they got to <laughs> get right. all the players they can get. Like, wow, he's stopping playing soccer to come over here and play a little <laughs> basketball. Exactly. Like, we better like, be kind to him. Like, uh, we need a fourth. He's like, oh, for this game? They're like, no, for, for basketball in this country, we need a fourth person to play. Uh, Matt, you said, uh, I think before we went live, that you did have some notes uh, on the NBA draft portion of the movie. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> in, in, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I saw so. best available, Jay Billis's best available players that when they're watching ESPN at some point. Yeah. Uh, number one, Ben McElmore. Number two, Nerlens Noel. Number three, Otto Porter. Number four, Trey Burke. Number five, Tony Bennett. Yeah. <laughs> all, all those guys. I mean, I'm really... getting in my Tony Bennett jokes because I, I've said to you guys before, I was like, what a tragedy that Anthony Bennett was such a bust that we didn't get a chance to make any Tony Bennett jokes. That's fair. So true. <laughs> Luckily, they made this movie so we could get him in. Could have photoshopped him du- duetting with Lady Gaga. It would have been great. Yeah. But this, somebody had said it in the stream team earlier. It truly shows you how shitty the 2013 oh, draft was. Like, uh, wow. Uh, yeah. I laughed out loud when they read Michael Carter Williams' name <laughs> as the 76ers draft pick. Like, I just hadn't really put it together uh, at that point, but that got a chuckle from me, as did uh, the part where, I don't know, it was either Harris or Kevin is like, Dwight Bikes? Deontay Garrett? <laughs> Michael Bikes? A lot of guys don't get drafted and make it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, that's one for the sickos right there. <laughs> Dwight Bikes. I don't even think we've said the name Dwight Bikes in like five years. No, so no. I admit it. It's, it's, been a, it's been a while. I, uh, I wonder what Nerlens Noel thinks about watching this movie, though. <laughs> he caught a stray in this movie. Like, where they they show him, they're debating how high he's gonna go, and then like somebody just says, I mean, "It's got to be one of the agents." Like, he's got no offensive game. <laughs> <laughs> just bury him. And it's like you know, it's like we know the type of player he turns out to be. So of course he can do that. Oh man, poor uh, poor Nerlens. JD, did you have a what? What'd you think of like how they did the ending of the movie, like bringing in real footage from the draft and and how they just handled all of that? Yeah, I mean, I love I loved that part, and uh, again, I loved the uh, going back to his MVP speech. Uh, and I actually, to be honest, I forgot that his dad died. And so it was actually a bit of a shock the way, like, I was, I was like, oh shit. Yeah. I forgot. Like, and he was young, like 54 when he died or something. And, uh, those end credits titles, they were like how they like not slipped it in there, the death of his father, but it was handled. I thought really oddly. Yeah. Cause it was all like amazing right alex you know in the league hostess i mean it's like an incredible achievement incredible. and then the music i think like literally drops it stops yeah and then it's like here's the slide about charles passing not even seeing Giannis reach mvp levels yeah and then it was like back to like uh you know emotional but like inspiring right kicking yeah. ass sort of it was just sort of i thought that was just just weird yeah it was jarring it was jarring yeah that's yeah. totally weird. yeah the jarring is it was like a gut punch it was like yeah oh shit like because you're like on top of the world and then oh yeah he died yeah damn it Do they also borderline make it look like that the nazis and alex are as good as Giannis. In yeah the, in the yeah yeah, yeah. No, that's okay that's but they're, okay they're selling the movie on yeah the no, no, first no, it's, oh, it's fine three totally brothers fine. Never but okay here's a good example of there. like disney it up in a good way right because after they read I forget what it is, maybe the third pick or the fourth pick. They're, they are so nervous. They're like pissed off. They're like, what? No, we're not going to this team. We're not going to that team. Like, Now, Giannis coming over was, like we've already said, like a, almost a bit of a reach. So I can't imagine they expected him to go in the top five, 
let alone the top 10. And he, I think a lot of people said that he was a reach at 15, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. In real life. So there's a good example of their ratcheting up the intensity by making it seem like he, they're genuinely upset that he's not going third, fourth, or fifth in the draft. And, and that's totally fine. And that, scene, that draft scene, aside from the beginning of the movie, is the best part of the movie. Yeah, JD gave me a well actually today because I, uh, I came in, I said I was kind of surprised that they didn't show that the Atetokounmpo bros actually went to Atlanta before they went to New York City for the draft because they were welcomed here in the city of Atlanta by Danny Ferry and Mike Budenholzer uh, to to uh, you know try they 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 wine and dined him there first and they were guaranteed right. to pick him. Were they had sixteen and seventeen? I think they had seventeen. They had seventeen, yeah. 17 which was the, the supposed cutoff. Oh, okay, so and they that, were absolutely one hundred percent gonna. They were go gonna take him to so. the point where Danny Ferry can't even talk about it till this day. Like he's he's upset about it. So you brought up the good point that if they actually included that in the movie, then there wouldn't have been that tension of him being. Right, drafted. Right, right, right. right, right, right. So that that was a good point. There was a big, yeah. The whole part, the tension at the draft was not only is he going to get drafted. There's that layer, but it was more like he's getting drafted. But it's like, oh, let's hope he doesn't go to a team that's just going to say, go back to go 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 back and play in Europe, and that's going to what's that going to do to the family and and our issues and visa statuses and stuff like that. So yeah, I I think it was a good decision to keep the 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 uh, Hawks. I almost said Sox because. Rhymes with Hawks, but also uh, they gave him socks as part of a package of stuff. Like, and he was so moved by the fact that he, he had gotten free socks from the Hawks. So, because <laughs> it rhymes, because <laughs> it rhymes, and also because he comes from nothing, poverty, and uh, just the the simple gift of some socks was, uh, could, and could have been something cool in the movie, but uh, also, uh, you know, whatever. There's only so much time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any other random? notes tray that you you've got written down there did they edit out booze during david stern's walking out yes Yes. he says thank you for the enthusiastic brooklyn welcome they're booing him at that point i have to imagine Mm, i haven't gone back to watch the start of the draft but i thought that was pretty funny because i mean (laughs) it doesn't play like that at all it's just like hey i'm walking out to announce the draft like i always do they're going crazy for me out here yeah that stood out to me as well trey i was just like "Mm." He's getting booed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Big time. Do you think that's the NBA saying, you know, people wouldn't understand that his past. Yeah, exactly. They wouldn't understand it was like a loving boo yeah, at the exactly. time. Like, yeah. this is what we do. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, no doubt about it. That's why they, they edited it out. But if you were there watching the draft at the time, you'd be like, huh, that's not how it usually went when David Stern came out. Right. I did like that they, uh, they nailed the suit. On uh, the actor Giannis? portraying mm-hmm. uh, Giannis, uh, mm-hmm. that was you remember he had that 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 exact suit if I remember correctly uh, when he got drafted there, uh, and he was yeah he was there of course because he went up on stage and and did uh, get a chance to to shake Stern's hand and take the photo and all that. It was pretty wild. Anything else, Matteo, on this movie? Uh, do we want to talk about the critical response to the film? Uh, yeah, let's do that. Uh, we do have one more break, but let's do that now, and then uh, we'll take our break, and then we'll make our final. Uh, you know, grades or reviews of this movie. But yeah, what do you got? Okay, well, did, I, did you say the Rotten Tomato score off the top? I, I can't remember. I didn't, and I'll give it to you now. Uh, it's pretty pretty solid. Critics score it, uh, last I checked on Rotten Tomatoes, 95%. Very, very high. Wow. Uh, and the audience score, based on 50-plus verified ratings, again, when I saw it, 80%. Hmm. Um, what do you, Matt, that's a lot higher than I, I feel I thought, like you First of all, yeah. the most interesting thing is, sure, I mean, obviously I'm going to say that those are both too high, but fine, whatever, mm-hmm. that the the audience score, and this is clearly made for an audience, like a feel-good movie, were 15% lower than the critics. That, mm-hmm. That's right. pretty crazy to me. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. For sure. Um, okay, but here's why I want to talk about Rotten Tomatoes, because I went just to check it out after I saw the movie to see what people thought about it. And you know how it, it gives little capsules of the reviews? Yep. So, okay, I'm going to read you um, a paragraph from the Saturday Evening Post, uh, Bill Newcop. This is uh, a little piece of his review. It says, don't turn away because you're not a Hoops fan, even if you don't know a layup from a leggy. With its charismatic what? cast, brisk pace, and stand-up and cheer finale, Rise takes its place among the likes of Rudy and Rocky as sports films that proclaim with hard work, good intentions, and a motherload of faith anything is possible. So first of all, no, it does not join the ranks of Rudy and Rocky. But <laughs> if you don't know a layup from a leggy, this wow, guy obviously amazing. watches No Dunks. That's because incredible. No one that doesn't watch this show knows what a leggy is. Wow. Yeah. Mind blown. Yeah. Okay, so Bill Newcott is a starter slash no dunks fan. I guess yeah. so. Or one of us is Bill Newcott. <laughs> but but then I do question how big an NBA fan Bill Newcott is if he doesn't know, because he's saying if you don't know Oh, I guess okay, fine. No, he's right. A layup from a leggy. So he's saying a leggy is the unknown thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. I think it's even more niche than he Bill liked. Newcott he liked it that it rhymed as well, for yeah. sure. And yeah. the alliteration. Or alliteration. Yeah. And if you go, Sorry, if you go to the Wikipedia page, glossary of basketball terms, right underneath layup, it's leggy, baby. Interesting. <laughs> oh, leggy hyper, right a there. hyperlink reference to uh, <laughs> to that. Remember when you did that blog post of like yeah, uh, yeah. a yeah, glossary no, of terms? There's no to credit understand. on this one, uh, but luckily this okay. is uh, the free the free encyclopedia, so I can just update it here. <laughs> Yeah, report yeah. or or flag that article. Let's get that Okay, what else you got? Any, any other ones, Matt? Or not? Um, that was the only one. Only other thing I would say that I, is that I learned that um, Uche was not an actor. He saw um, a post on Instagram about how um, Giannis screenshotted a tweet saying that Disney was making a movie about his life, and they were looking for someone to play him and his brothers. And then this is Uche talking. So I just clicked on the link and I sent a video talking about myself, and then. A few months later, I got a call back. For me, I was never an actor prior to this. So it was very weird to me. Um, uh, blah, blah, blah. So he does a call back. He gets it. And then it says, that wasn't the end. There was more good news. Then a couple weeks later, they asked me if I had any siblings. And yeah. I said I had an older brother. And that led to the casting of Rob. Oh, no. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> that that is they, crazy. They ask before, oh, do you have a brother? Because that might sway it. Like they cast him. And then he happened to have an older brother that was also tall. Yeah, it's it's wild, and they're not that bad at all. I mean, when you yeah, learn yeah, that they're not, not actors, really, like this is their first. I thought ever... Thanasi was great, actually. Yeah, yeah I thought he was. Yes, a character. I agree. Yeah. Incredible, incredible. I agree. Make a movie about them. Giannis and Thanasi play them though. <laughs> 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 How they became actors. <laughs> wow. Oh, if they, that'd if, be too crazy. If the uh, the Agata brothers have two other brothers or three <laughs> other brothers, I guess. Oh man, <laughs> that would be really trippy. Yeah, we, yeah, we haven't talked about Alex and uh, Kostas, uh, the the young the young bros. Mm. They had some moments in this movie. Like, yeah, they were there for uh, you know, like they're peering out of the yeah, door they're when they're, the older brothers are getting yelled at, and they're couldn't go on the top secret mission, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> but that's there's I play soccer. They play football <laughs> yeah. with, with dad. Yeah, that's about it. That's about it. Yeah, they didn't have it. much to do. No, they were likable. Yeah, they were likable. They okay, were here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take our final break, real quick one, and when we come back, uh, we will hear. From all of us here in the Classic Factory and Matteo, and uh, ultimately grade this ourselves. And if you're here in the stream team, uh, let's hear your grade here for Rise as well. We'll be right back. It's NBA playoffs time, and that means NBA snack time. I can't stop eating while I'm watching. So many options in my house that I gotta cut out a bit. I gotta switch it up, but I know I'm not giving up. Sunflower seeds, sure. 
But maybe something that's not a food for that oral fixation, perhaps? Good thought. Here's a breath of fresh air. Fume. Fume takes your habit and simply makes it better, healthier, and more enjoyable. Fume is an innovative, award-winning flavored air device. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses delicious flavors. You get it. Instead of bad, Fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy and makes replacing your bad habit easy. Its taste is surprising. All natural stuff. It's fun to fidget with, and it's a good weight. The wood feels good, and it feels cool to use. Start the good habit by going to tryfume.com slash dunks and getting the journey pack today. Fume is giving listeners to the show 10% off when they use our code dunks to help make starting the good habit that much easier. I got to get something off my chest. Nothing drives me crazier than sending a message to a group chat and getting no response. That's why I'm a big emoji responder. Love a hang loose hand or a salute. But man, it hurts when you send a message and get nothing back. Ouch! We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Therapy isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash NoDunks today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash NoDunks. This episode of No Dunks is brought to you by BetterHelp. All right, back in the Classic Factory, we are going to uh, give our final reviews, rates, ratings, I should say, for the movie Rise, The Honest Movie. But you have a, a, a quick little observation. Yeah, a quick note. One of the things I liked about this movie was that it was reshot in some of the places that Yanis played basketball in, the, the youth basketball court the fila the fila i can't even say it <laughs> fila Fleticos, where where he we started playing and also the first court where he was just the tall guy was the same court that he played on that he got invited to and i was surprised that nike didn't squeeze in that they had remade the court mm. with yanis's likeness on the court because i think it looks so oh, badass that's sick cool. uh so that's oh, that's awesome yeah that's the actual court that he started playing basketball on the left and then i guess i think it was like five six years ago uh where yeah they remade it i'm shocked nike didn't somehow squeeze that in just the epilogue there you know, yeah just yeah show a shot because cool. it looks, it looks cool. amazing they had that one court that Giannis was playing on where it was like crazy color blocking like yellow and peach and maybe like a blue color and they had like an overhead shot of him mm-hmm. working out that was incredible that was a nice looking court yeah I'd love to see that on Instagram there was a lot of overhead <laughs> yeah. shots uh, yeah, you, yeah. You say. yeah there was uh, that looked sort of cool uh, okay well let's uh, let's grade this bad boy I don't know if you want to do it uh, Matt the classic uh, Roger Ebert style with the stars. You want to give it a letter grade. You want to rate it out of 10. Go wherever you want. How is Matt Austin rating the movie Rise? I'm going to give giving it a nine. Wow. Out of? Out of? Oh, no, it's not out of anything. Nine as in Trey Burke, the ninth pick in the 2015 <laughs> <NBA> draft. <laughs> 
I, I no, it's not quite a one, an Anthony Bennett, a Tony Bennett. Damn it. <laughs> Big T. Um, but uh, no, I mean, obviously, like I love. I want to emphasize, I love a cheesy Disney sports movie. I actually recently, a few months ago, watched this movie, McFarland USA. Yeah, Skeets, you should watch it. It's a running movie, and yeah. you know, yeah. it's not a perfect movie, but it's really good. Okay, and that's a movie that deals with. There's some gang violence. There's some uh, definitely racism involved. Um, so I mean, I, 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 yeah, I'm not happy to say that I didn't love it. Um, especially because I do love this type of movie. I, I'm in awe of Giannis. I love him. Couldn't have more respect for him and his family and what they went through and the perseverance. It's, it's an incredibly inspiring story. Like I said, I mean, I, I was, you know, teary eyed when I actually saw his real uh, MVP speech. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, I did not love this movie. Um, would not really recommend. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you don't have a you don't have an official uh, something out of ten for us. Here. It's not nine out of ten. You're not giving it that. What about, I thought. How about nine out of nine out of thirty? He's just giving it a Trey Burke. Burke. Okay. Okay. It's a Trey Burke. <laughs> you could you could have got nine and then Trey three out of ten. Wow. Give it a Trey Burke. Okay. It's, 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 your, it's your grading system. It's I thought Trey about Burke. giving it honestly a three because that's an auto porter, which is hmm. like. You don't want to use your third pick on auto porter, right. but at least but it was bad. sort of functional. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you want to change it to an auto porter, Junior? <laughs> maybe I'll maybe I'll I'll change it to a, a four. A Cody Zeller come and rescue me. <laughs> Good thing Cody the Zellers Zeller. weren't the first three well, brothers Cody to Zeller, win championships. Jesus. Yeah. Alex Len. Boy. Yeah. Do you think they would have made this movie if the Plumleys or the Zellers were the first uh, three bros to win a title? Probably not. <laughs> no. I don't probably think so. Not. Okay. Okay. We, remember that time we saw Miles Plumley outside of that uh, place in Inman Park, Matt? We saw Plumley. He's having a well, stroll. Oh yeah, yes, I do remember that. Yeah. Of course you do. Stroll. <laughs> <laughs> you forget? forget? Yeah. Uh, Tass, let's go to you next, man. Uh, what did you think of this movie? Your final thoughts and how you grade? Well, it? I'm excited about watching McFarland USA. I gotta say, <laughs> uh, uh, honestly, legit. I need some inspiration um, because uh, I'm trying to run. There you so go. So I need that in my life. And I was inspired watching Rise. Uh, you know, it was probably not catered to me, but I, uh, of course, I as well respect the heck out of Yanni, so I wanted to watch every single minute of it. The beginning half an hour reeled me in enough. Um, of course, you know, I loved seeing Charles raking the olives off the olive trees. Just just seeing all of those scenic shots in Greece also reeled me in. I like the music in this that yeah. it wasn't yeah. American music. Um, you know, it, it was, you know, a lot of it Nigerian. Uh, and so that, that reeled me in. I need a little more culture in my life. Um, so that was wonderful. So I'm going out of 10, seven and a half, eight, eight, eight. Oh, okay. uh, KCP. KCP, <laughs> down with me. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, you could tell me any name in that draft got drafted. I was, I'd be like, yeah, he was drafted ninth. I don't, I don't know who was drafted in that draft. The other, the other day, uh, when JD's like, hey, make sure you watch Rise, and, and I said, of course I'm going to watch. He goes, the thing that stands out to me, <clears throat> excuse me, was how crazy. That draft is. JD yep. was recalling the draft for me that Tony Bennett was number one, and I, I don't, I don't remember any of Michael Carter Williams. It felt like they were 
It's a forgettable that was, that was a draft, man. It was a forgettable draft. <laughs> yeah, it outside, almost yeah. feels like the Atletico brothers were laughing at. Like that was a purposeful joke. It almost felt like getting MCW in there. Uh, but anyway, I'll go eight. Okay, eight for Giannis. Pretty good score, Trey. Uh, I came in thinking I was going to give this a Ben Mclemore. Seven, seven of ten. Ooh, seven okay. of ten. Uh, but after having a chat with my friends here, I think I got to go more like a Nerlens Noel. A six out of ten. Okay, okay. Ooh, I liked it more squirrels. than I thought it was gonna. Than I thought it was. Than I thought I was going to. But as we've talked more and more here, there's a better movie to be made here, and we're comparing it to a lot of good like Disney movies. But these are all three theatrical releases. So for yep. me, this is a good made-for-TV movie, which probably doesn't get much higher than a six. So ultimately. Even though he's very skinny and has no offensive game, a Nerlens Noel six out of ten. <laughs> okay, yeah, JD. Wow, yeah. I wish you hadn't have said um, McFarland USA, Matt, <laughs> because I loved that movie. <laughs> okay, here we go. Why don't you have me on to talk about? I so I can rave instead of being a, a you know, Scrooge. Is it based on a true story? Yes, it okay. is. Yes. Uh, of course. Who is it? Costner in that? Yeah, it's Kevin yeah, Costner. It's Kevin Costner, wow. Is he doing uh, like a Yellowstone sort of <laughs> accent on this? <laughs> Grumbling and growling so the whole time? Wow, okay. Yeah. So it's about Seth MacFarlane running a, a race? <laughs> uh, not quite. Oh. Um, anyway, I, I I love Giannis. Uh, he's one of my, he's probably my favorite player in the league. I have, uh, I feel like I have a connection to him because of that two hours that we spent with him in his rookie year. Uh, also, there's the Greek connection. Um, and he is, he has had a relationship with this show over the years as well, right? Um, Task calling him out and then him actually responding to our, uh, you know, we, uh, us giving him awards and him actually accepting them and having a nice funny speech for them. Uh, he's just all around a great guy. So I want to root for him and I all I want to I want to root for this movie. And I did find it interesting, but only from that perspective. Right. Like only because I've met the guy and I love him and I was interested in his story. And the movie actually made me curious enough to actually go buy a book about basketball and start reading a book about basketball, which is pretty rare for me. So there is that. But I wouldn't recommend this movie to to somebody when there's a McFarlane USA on the table. (laughs) When it when the you know, it's just it's just not that good. It's a wonderful love letter to Charles uh, and to the Coupo. Absolutely. But um, there is, as uh, Trey said, there is a much better movie in this story for sure. This movie is going to be inspiring. This story is inspiring no matter what happens, right? Like Mm -hmm. there is no way you can't be inspired by the, by the rise of Giannis and his family and just where he came from to where he ended up is it's it's a miracle uh, to borrow a, a, a another Disney movie, another better Disney movie uh, title. So uh, I'm going to give it four, four out of ten. Wow! Wow! Yeah. JD, you don't you don't want that on the picture of like a biopic, like uh, <laughs> imit- You'll love Imitation Game, and then in small letters, if you've met Alan Turing. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> if you haven't met John, <laughs> Professor John Nash, you're not going to love A Beautiful yeah, Mind. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, all right. A four. That's uh, that's lower than I thought you were going to get. I, you I know what? Honest. I like Trey. I came in, you know, pretty hot. I, I was probably thinking a, se- a six or a seven, but uh, I got talked out of it. Oh, I got talked <laughs> out. Okay, so we got a we got a Burke. We got a Nerlens. <laughs> JD just dropped a Zeller. <laughs> yeah. 
Did someone give it a Macklemore, or was that Trey's original? Tass gave it a KCP. I went KCP. KCP. Yeah. Oh, KCP. Okay, so Skeets, did you? Uh, I am. I guess I'm higher on this movie than you guys, which I can't believe. Oh, sounds like you might be a CJ McCollum. Uh, <laughs> nice. Um, okay, here's what I like about the movie, and we've touched on a lot of this, but the color of the movie is really cool looking. I thought. Yeah. I think the cinematography is shot pretty nice. Like you said, the courts, the African like clothing, and all that, and like. I think it looks a lot better than I thought it was going to look. And even to the basketball, and I think they made a smart decision not showing too much basketball, like stretching the actors thin on the court there, but just enough that it was like, okay, these guys can, they're solid enough. Yeah, was it a leap like Matt said that like suddenly Giannis is like getting drafted in the NBA? Yeah, probably in the movie sense, but it was sort of a, a leap in real life as we talked about. So I didn't mind that. The immigration stuff, man, that hit a little too close to home. Yeah, I know, right? Like yeah. Jesus, like, <laughs> yeah. and I'm not saying by any means like what I, yeah. the situation I'm in was comparable to the family uh, and what they had to do moving from Nigeria to Turkey and then trying to like become you know citizens of a, of a country they had kids in for crying out loud. But like the the whole visa stuff. Yeah. And just the double standard of needing a work visa, but you can't but you can't get a job unless you have a visa. Like he even says that. He's like, what the hell? Like how does this make any sense? Like yeah. super frustrating. Um and again, you know, just uh just having a visa in this country, there's uh I could re- at least relate a little bit to that. Uh I thought the the like the father and mother were really, really good. I I, I mean I was rooting for them. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, and it's funny because you know how the movie's gonna end. <laughs> I know he's going to the NBA. Uh but I, you know, you did a lot of the times. Like you're like, ah, you just like they were very likable, yes, uh, and believable as a, mm-hmm. as this big unit, um, uh, the brothers and all that. So I like that about it. I I couldn't believe it was an hour fifty three when I sat down to watch it, but it went fast for me. It really did. And I think you know Matt led this podcast by saying the first 20, 30 minutes, like you're hooked, and you're like, whoa, yeah. what type of movie is this? this yeah. is, there's some real stakes here. Uh, and then okay, did it. Did it trail off a little bit and drag in some spots? Not a lot to me. I was like, at the end, I was like, okay. Um, I would have liked to see a little more in the NBA and, and some of the, maybe the hijinks and uh, and uh, even issues he probably had, Giannis, when he came to Milwaukee and all that. That, uh, that would be fun. I mean, it's coming to America in some sense. <laughs> yeah. uh, but sure, give us that movie. Yeah, there's that story of somebody just giving him a ride. Remember, right. he, uh, needed, yeah. he needed yeah. to hitch yeah. a ride in his first right. year because he just... I guess he didn't know where he was going. But it's not its not the movie that they were trying to make here. Like, especially, I think, Giannis. I think his fingerprints, his long fingerprints, are all mm-hmm. over this movie. Yeah. Probably a ton of decisions of, like, trying to give more shine to his brother. And oh, obviously yeah. the Francis angle of things. And, of course, what his mother and father had to overcome. And uh, it could have been so much more about him. And I just have this weird feeling just not knowing him but of course like having an idea of the type of person he is that he's like I don't want to do that so if, if that's what you want we're not doing it right um, so I get why the movie uh, is the way it is so I liked it now am I gonna watch it again no do I wish I watched it on an airplane absolutely it would be a great, nice airplane movie, airplane movie. <laughs> nice two hours that's a great point you know it's, it's like airplane movie. yeah uh, but I watched it at home and I enjoyed it so I will give it I'm gonna go with Tess I'm gonna give it an 8 too Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's high. It's, it's, it's not a bad movie, though. <laughs> I, I, it I, really isn't. I agree. This is the it's lowest score I've ever given a movie that I like. I like this movie. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I just thought it could be so much better. 
So, and again, I, w- I don't think I would recommend it unless you're a huge Bucks fan or a huge Giannis fan or or know, Paco fan. Uh, Pac, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're the number one scout, you know. <laughs> Do you like scouts? Then this is the, the top guy <laughs> in Greece for the third sport. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. You liked it, but you you can't give it a, a very high score, and you that's can't why that's it. why the critics' score is higher on Rotten Tomatoes than the audience score because everybody likes it. But to get a, to get a like to go into the ninety five percent, all you got to do is say, "Yeah, I liked it." You don't right. have to give it a high score. You don't have to. People aren't saying this is a nine and a half out of ten. Right. It's probably more like a like an eight, like you guys mm-hmm. are saying. Yeah. Uh, so you get the ninety five and eighty split. Yeah. I don't know, Matt. Any final thoughts, my man, as we wrap this up? Oh, it's something that just came to me. When you podcast in the past, that's your ego. When you podcast in the future, that's your pride. When you podcast in the present, that's humility. <laughs> okay, none of you are basketball fans, I guess. You don't remember that speech that Giannis gave. No, there was, yeah, no. That, that's the, uh, is that the Nike? Uh... No, no, it was, it was a not. press conference and yeah. someone asked him, yeah. um, you don't play with a lot of ego. Where, like, where right, did you right. learn that? For, for such a young player, most players don't learn that until they're in their 30s. And he like like off the dome, just gave like when you focus on the past, that's your ego. Focus on the future, that's your pride. Focus on the present, that's oh, come humility. on. Charles told him that at some point. Yeah, it feels for like sure. Okay, maybe, but he he had the he had the answer ready. Charles and Vera <laughs> had a lot of like, boom, big lines. Like uh, you know, of course, the whole the family scores we, score, all score. we all score yeah, yeah that, family you know, scores there's that there's many others that's a beautiful message and you know mm-hmm. i think it, i think they did a good job portraying that message so i would like to see this movie made from thanassus's point of view <laughs> oh interesting oh, interesting <laughs> i don't know cuz again real rosencrantz and gildenstern <laughs> The guy made the NBA. He's in the NBA, Thanasis, and he was a top prospect. He was the guy uh, originally. And just to see uh, his younger brother overshadow him. And uh, by all accounts, he's a super selfless guy, too. Like the the sacrifices that he has made and that the family has made, uh, you know, I just, it's interesting to me. Maybe. It was great parenting. Uh, They are the the nicest people. I mean, it is, it's a real. Um, well, what's I guess most movies are about that uh, good things happen to bad people mm-hmm. or bad things can happen to good people. This was a good things happen to good people. Yeah, mm, that's true. It's You're true. Right. You're right. It was great to see. Guys, let us know what you thought of Rise. I know you guys are in the stream team right now. I like Carlos saying, uh, I don't know if I'm going to watch this movie now. I should have watched it first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been <sighs> smart there, Carlos, but uh, that's okay. Uh, first. But email us your thoughts on Rise, no dunks at theathletic.com. You can tweet them into at no dunks Inc. or leave them in the YouTube comments. Uh, Matteo, can't thank you enough for jumping on here uh, and breaking down this movie. What's going on in your world over there? Anything, uh, anything exciting? We saw you, of course, in Vegas at the. Yeah, uh, I saw party. you a couple. Of, I mean, much like uh, the song that we sang 15 times in uh, Las Vegas. <laughs> taking it I'm easy. taking it easy. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Been running down the road. <laughs> oh. 
Actually, this week I did loosen my load. <laughs> in the, the shower? shower? Yeah. <laughs> uh, not even really what I meant. I meant the other way, but sure. <laughs> you took a dump in the shower? Oh, that's weird. Well, it is Door City over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. Let's rave about that. Yeah. That's a show. You want to talk about the rehearsal, do you? Oh, loved it. All right. We probably got another one coming out this weekend, don't we? Oh, yeah. Friday oh, night. Tonight. Oh, tonight. Oh, oh is it Friday? It I is. thought it was Sunday. That's exciting. Let's All watch right. it. You got a TV in here? You want a live podcast? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I was sure. watching the rehearsal. Oh, Shut yeah. Five, five old men up. talking about how they're excited for Friday night because their show is coming up. <laughs> Can I stay up till 11 p.m.? That's the question. Oh, wow. Come over here, JD. 8 p.m. Uh, I know. Let's move the show out to L.A., guys. Uh, you should. We no, do it at I, night I, after I, the games. That way, when people wake up, it's right there for them. All right. <laughs> okay. all right. We're still on the air. Oh, rusty man. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Let's hear, let's hear your thoughts on Rise. Uh, we will be back next week. Uh, we got some NBA podcasts. We got some No Buns, our baseball podcast. No breaks because we got a race this weekend. We got a race. Uh, where are we racing? France? Yes. Hot as hell in France. That's what they're saying. Watch your engines. I think it's like, I think I, I saw a little practice this morning. They're saying 60 degrees Celsius down on the uh, on the track. 60! That's too hot. That's way That is too honestly hot. too hot. My goodness. Um, Get an air conditioner. Anyway, those are, uh, all those podcasts are coming next week uh, and a whole lot more. So we'll see you then. Have a great weekend. Thanks again, Matty O. Clipper Bros! You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. Uh, really, Matt should have just kept that Yanis quote that you just dropped for this, right? The so Yan- I could regret it twice. Oh, <laughs> why would you regret? How about how about how about? Okay, so it was about you know being in the moment, right? Okay. Um, yeah. Carlos on the stream team just said he regretted not having watched the movie. Can you can you sort of transform Yanis's quote to Carlos? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, you can That's use your pen and, and paper and uh, craft something. Yeah, we got time. Like, Carlos, what's up? <laughs> right. <laughs> Writing it I down. do like how many uh, pages you apparently printed <laughs> about this a, movie. I, I a lot of pages. Look at this. This <laughs> guy's prepared. Uh, don't watch movies in the past because... Um, Someone's already yeah, just watch, watch movies in the present because that's true humility. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> Embrace your weakness. I regret it a third time now. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you shouldn't have regretted it. Your, when, uh, your presence is hey, a gift. Hey, look, when one podcaster screws up a joke, <laughs> the entire podcast really mm, screws up nice. a joke. All right, embrace the weekend, people. <laughs> <laughs>